Hey, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to Daughter of Jesus podcast. I hope y'all enjoy and be fed by the Holy Ghost in Jesus' mighty name. Let's get into it. Hey, you guys. Um, I just wanted to come on here and give y'all some encouragement. This is not going to be long. It's actually going to be short, but I just really felt to get on here and encourage you guys. Um, Well, let's just first start off by saying God is good. He's awesome. He's amazing. He's everything that we need plus more. He's our provider. We have to put our trust in him. Even when it looks like nothing is happening, we still need to put our trust in him because when it looks like nothing is happening, he's actually working behind the scenes. I don't know why, but I can't talk tonight. It's 833 p.m. And it is August 13th. No, no, September 13th. Yeah, y'all, I am, um, I took a long nap. When I got home, I slept for hours. So I swam yawning, getting my months mixed up. The days have been going extremely fast. So y'all got to bear with me. But yeah, I just wanted to come on here and tell you guys, keep pushing Continue to trust God. Continue. If y'all, I can't stress this enough and I have to install this in myself. This is something that I have to install in myself because you can pretty much um, speak and say things, but you also have to be doers of the word. That's what we have to be. If we are just you know, talking, but we're not living it and actually being doers of the word, then it doesn't do any good. And I'm going to drink some water real quick, you guys. I've been extremely thirsty. <laughs> Sorry, you guys have to hear me um, drinking all this water. Um, but I wanted to come on here. Um, I actually was sick over the weekend and I had a lot of warfare last week. It was just like one thing after another. It felt like, um, I felt like the enemy was coming against my, um, my health. I was having pain in my foot I was it was just a lot of stuff I can say it's been a lot of stuff just happening back to back back to back back to back but I have to continue to know that even when I'm being attacked because Satan does throw attacks when he sees that God is getting ready to do something or take you higher bless you or transform you or move you or there's a change that's getting ready to be brought forth that God is getting ready to do Satan is going to attack and it's going to be a lot of attacks so so much warfare so I really wanted to come on here and encourage you guys in that area because this is something that I'm going through and I think what I want to start doing is I want to start having my podcast episodes on pretty much 
my journey. And that's how it's been. Um, but I, I kind of want to do it like, you know, whatever I'm going through and whatever God is using to encourage me, I want to just go ahead and speak on that with you guys because I feel like um, we all are in this together and we all we're all walking this life together and you know and whatever is helping me because when i get on here and i'm you know recording and speaking to you guys it's also encouraging myself just like i said you have to be doers of the word that means yes you can you can talk anybody can talk but are you really believing that word are you really living that word because we can tell ourselves have faith trust the lord and we can tell different people that but do we really are we really living that? Do we really believe that ourselves? Because there's a lot of people that will tell you, you know, have faith in God. He's going to do, he's going to fix it. You know, he's going to do everything that he said he's going to do. They will say that, but a lot of times they don't really believe it. And that's one of the things that we have to do is whatever we speak, we have to believe that word. When we say to trust God, Yes, it might not look like anything is happening. It looks like the impossible. And here we are saying, trust God. And it's like, well, there's nothing happening. But that's when the Lord is really working and see your faith is what is going to move God. So if you are in this season of everything just look like it's coming down, crumbling down on you because that's that's what I'm in right now. Attacks, attacks, attacks. Everything looks like the odds are against me. But in the midst of it all, I still trust the Lord because his word says he will never leave me nor forsake me. Okay, it said his word says that he would be with me always, even until the end of the world. Also, his word, Jeremiah 29, 11. Matter of fact, let me go ahead and get that word. Yeah, open up my Bibles. And if you guys would like, you could open up your Bibles too. And let's go ahead and get into this word and encourage ourselves because, you know, it's a time that we need to be in our word. It's a time where we need to get into the word of God and get the God, the the Lord's word in our hearts. So that word, because the thing is the Bible, these words are spiritual. So whatever you read in here, it's spirit. It's feeding your spirit. So it's like it comes alive. It's already alive, but it goes into your spirit and it starts to do something. It goes into your life and starts to take over. It starts to manifest. It starts to produce. It starts to do so much. So you know what? Actually, I want to go ahead and pray. I thought I was going to have a quick word, but I think I want to really just allow the Holy Spirit to be led because I just feel like we all need to be uplifted, encouraged, standing on his word. Really, listen, when things is going bad and I'm encouraging myself, also, you guys, I told y'all the odds are against me. The odds are against me. I'm having attack after attack after attack. Everything is crumbling before my eyes. But 
you guys have to remember um and that's where i want to go to also is job because the book of job job was a friend of god and he lost everything he lost his kids he lost everything and he still trusted the lord he did not turn from god he did not curse god even when he when it looked at like God just forgot about him and took everything. He still trusted the Lord. And that's all that's been coming to me is the book of Job. But I want to start off by reading Jeremiah 29 11. So while you guys go ahead and get that, um, I'm going to go ahead and just welcome the Lord. Father God, we just come to you. Lord God, we just thank you, Father, because we know that you're doing something. We know that you're there, Lord God. We know that even when it doesn't look good, Father God, you still have the last say. So we know that our future is in your hands, according to Jeremiah 29 and 11, Father God. And we just trust you, Father. We just ask that you will show up. You will anoint this word and that you will open our hearts to receive what it is your word is saying father god holy spirit open our eyes to understand everything of what you speak in this beautiful bible father god and i just thank you lord forgive us for all our sins anything we have done that's unlike you lord god to help us to turn away from our sins and to do better and just be pleasing to you father god in your eyes lord god we love you lord in jesus mighty name amen Glory be to God. Okay, so again, that is Jeremiah 29, 11. I truly stand on this because I know that the Lord has plans for my life. I know that the enemy has tried to come against me. Even when I was in the world, he knew the calling that God had on my life. And so he still tried to knock me down so I wouldn't be able to submit to God but he was alive from hell because God still made a way for me to come to him and he's still trying but greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world Jesus Christ is in me so we can Jesus Christ is in you as well so let's go ahead and read Jeremiah 29 11 uh, for I know the plans that I have for you declares the Lord plans for welfare and this is actually this is not the king james version so it might sound different but this is um this is the nasb 1995 version which is new american standard bible 1985 so it might be a little bit different um a lot of people know the king james version that version is extremely famous because i know it and honestly i like the king james version better for that verse and so it reads, I'm going to just start over. So it reads, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare, praise the Lord, and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. And you know what? We're going to go ahead and go to the, oh, you know what? I have the King James Version. I don't really like this version for that verse. So, give me a minute, y'all. I'm going to get my King James Bible. And I'm actually... Let's see, where is that King James? Oh, here we go. Um, I truly like the New American Standard Bible as well. 
but some verses are just better in the King James Version. So, and that is so crazy because I just opened the Bible and it opened up right to Jeremiah. It opened up to Jeremiah 32. So let's go back a little bit. Here we go. So King James Version, verse 11, uh, Jeremiah 29. For I know the plan. Or I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. I was wondering why is my why am I so cold? It was my um soda. Sorry, y'all. And see, the enemy will use distractions, so I apologize for that, y'all. Focus, Chawanda. Thoughts of peace. Okay, so you guys just heard that, and that's why I love this because it just narrows it down. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Praise the Lord. I love that. I love that. So his thoughts towards us is, you know, peace, not of evil, and to give us an expected end, which is a future, you know, an amazing future. So he has plans. He has plans for our lives. Praise the Lord. I kind of want to go to Job. I'm going to look for Job. But I'm going to use the other Bible, the New American Standard Bible. Um, I feel like this Bible is just really good for, um, for like a study Bible because sometimes King James, and we all have been there, King James could be a little difficult to understand at times. So for my study time, I like to read this new American Standard Bible. And Job is going to be in the Old Testament. And it's right after Esther. So I'm just trying to find it in here. Yeah, so it's right after Esther. Um, I'm not sure like where I want to start in Job. Hmm. I kind of want to. I mean, I will be silent. So I'm just kind of looking, but I kind of want to look or read from where, like, once Job lost everything, how did he, like, call on God, you know? So, um... Ooh, okay. So I think I I know where I want to go in Job. So I want to read Job chapter 10, but I'm going to just wait. And what I wanted to do is I want to just see like, since Job went through all of this, he lost his kids. He lost everything as far as like, you know, just everything around him, his riches, all of that, his property. How did he handle that with the Lord? Because, see, a lot of people would be mad at God. But, see, Job never cursed the Lord. He never um, turned his back on God. Even through this 
situation he did not and I feel like Job is going to be an example for us for when we are going through hard times um just going through a season of everything just coming just seem seeming as if it's everything is just coming against you everything like door after door after door closing seems like all doors are closing every opportunity has closed um it seems like the enemy is trying to attack your health trying to attack your family it's like one thing after another so how did job deal with that because i feel like if job the way he dealt with being in that situation then that will kind of influence us or give us um an idea of how we should you know deal with it as well as far as us and God because no we're we're definitely not going to curse God you know um we're going to always trust him you know and but I just feel like that would be great. Um, so, you know what? I just want to go straight into the Bible. And I think more of these recordings, I'm going to just start getting more into the Bible. We're going to have just more Bible study. Bible study. I feel like that's what we need. Encouragement is amazing. But the word will encourage us even more. Because it's like medicine to our spirit. It, it's everything that we need not even just to the spirit because it also says in the word that is medicine to our flesh so to our bodies as well so let's go ahead and get into it if you guys want to uh, turn to job chapter 10 and we're just gonna go ahead and start at verse 1 praise the lord glory be to the most high i loathe my own life I will give full vent to my complaints. I will speak in the bitterness of my soul. I will say to God, do not condemn me. Let me know why you contend with me. Is it right for you indeed to oppress, to reject the labor of your hands and to look favorably on the schemes of the wicked? Have you eyes of flesh or do you see as a man see? sees are your days as the days of a mortal or your years as man's years so let me just go ahead and read verse six so that i'm gonna kind of tell you guys what i feel that you should seek for my guilt and search after my sin according to your knowledge i am indeed not guilty yet there is no deliverance from your hands. Your hands, your hands fashioned and made me all together. And would you destroy me? Remember now that you have made me as clay. So how I see it, it's like he's kind of questioning God, but not in like a disrespectful way. It's kind of like he's pouring out his heart to God and just asking all these questions. And also it seems like he kind of goes into like reminding the Lord, Father God, you created me, you know, out of clay. Um, and then it said, it reads, and I'm, I'm on verse nine, and would you turn me into dust again? So I guess he's just kind of, you know, um, just questioning God and kind of pouring out his feelings because he's in a place where 
he's like at his lowest. He doesn't know what to do. But at the same time, it's like he just asking God these questions. All right. So verse 10, did you not pour me out like milk and curdle me like cheese? Clothe me with skin and flesh and knit me together with bones and sinews. You have granted me life and loving kindness and your care has preserved my spirit. Yet these things you have concealed in your heart. I know that this is within you. And so now he's just, you know, telling God how good he is. And it, really, if you want to sum it up, that's what he's starting to do. He's starting to like... um proclaim the goodness of the Lord. If I sin, and this is verse 14, if I sin, then you would take note of me and would not acquit me of my guilt. If I am wicked, woe to me. And if I am righteous, I dare not lift up my head. I am sated with disgrace and conscious of my misery. Should my head be lifted up, you would hunt me like a lion. And again, you would show your power against me. You renew your witness against me and increase your anger towards me. Hardship after hardship is with me. And so right now it's just, he's kind of like speaking about this, what he's going through. You know, he, he feels like there's no hope. Like he's just kind of expressing how he's feeling. He knows that God is still good. He's not cursing God. He is questioning. He is remind like it's kind of like all in one. It's like he's questioning, but at the same time he's still saying how good God is. Then he's talking about how, you know, if he was to be if Job, and I'm talking about Job, if Job was to be wicked, then God would, you know, what God would do because God is a God of judgment, you know? So Let's just keep going. I'm trying to figure out where did I leave off. <laughs> um, okay, so verse 18. Why then have you brought me out of the womb? With that I had died and no eye had seen me. I should have been as though I had not been carried from womb to tomb. Would he not let my days alone withdraw from me that I may have a little cheer before I go I shall not return to the land of darkness and deep shadow the land of utter gloom as darkness itself of deep shadow without order and which shines as the darkness so it just seems as if Job was kind of just expressing himself at the moment. You know, he was just, it just seems like he's really expressing himself. Man, I, I, I truly felt that too, man. Hmm. And it's crazy because, you know, a lot of us go through it. Mm. Hold on. Verse 19. 
hold on real quick. You know, I want to go ahead and go to the next chapter, which is chapter 11, because it says, so far, or rebukes Job. So let's see. I don't know, maybe because of, you know, everything that he was saying in chapter 10. And to me, it just seems like he was, he's human. So no, he did not curse God, but he was questioning and he was you know, just kind of pouring out his heart. Um, and we have to remember the people in the Bible are human or they were human just like us. So let's go ahead and just go to verse, um, I mean, chapter 11. Then so far, the Namathites, I hope I pronounced that correctly, answered, shall a multitude of words go unanswered. And a talkative man be acquainted. Shall your boast silence men? And shall you scuff and non-rebuke? For you have said my teachings is per, and I am innocent in your eyes. But would that God might speak and open his lips against you and show you the secrets of wisdom? For sound wisdom has two sides. Know then that God forgets a part of your iniquity. Can you discover the depths of God? Can you discover the limits of the Almighty? They are high as the heavens. What can you do? Mm. Deeper than she oh, hope I pronounced that correctly. What can you know? Its measure is longer than the earth and broad, broader than the sea if he passes by or shuts up or calls an assembly who can restrain him for he knows false men and he sees iniquity without investigating an idiot will become intelligent when the foal of a wild donkey is born a man if you would direct your heart right and spread out your hands to him, if iniquity is in your hands, put it far away. Oh, praise the Lord. And see, when I, I'm just going to stop right there for a second. When I was reading uh, chapter 10, um, this is something I was just like, you know, I always been taught don't question God, you know, that's not our job, but it, Pretty much seems like Job was doing that. And we have and how I see that is we have to remember that he's human and he's also going through the fire. So he's at his lowest, he's in his misery, he's probably crying. Like, let's just put ourselves in his situation. Um, you know, he's probably crying, probably he doesn't understand. He still loves God, but he starts to question God. You know, he starts to kind of ask him questions, but then also say how good he is. And then also like, it was just a lot of emotions that he was feeling. And I feel like a lot of us have been there or there's been times where we have questioned God or there's been times where we have said, you know, just kind of was in our misery and 
just pretty much was like Job in chapter 10. But I love 11 because it's like um, chapter 11 is reminding Job of God. <laughs> and that's the amazing part because this is what we have to remember. We have to remember who God is, you know, that God is our creator. He's the almighty. He's bigger than any situation. He's bigger than our trials and tribulations. He's bigger than our misery. And that's what we have to remember. And that's, that's why I was like, you know what? I have to go to verse 11 <laughs> or chapter 11. All right. So where did I leave off? It. Um, okay. Okay, um, I'm just gonna start at 13. So if you would direct your heart right and spread out your hand to him, him, which is God. If iniquity is in your hand, put it afar off. So any evil sin is in your heart, put it afar off, ask for forgiveness, and get right in God's hands, or God's eyes, <clears throat> excuse me, and do not let wickedness dwell in your tents, then indeed you could lift up your face without moral defect, and you would be steadfast and not fair, for you would forget your trouble as waters that have passed by. You would remember it. Your life would be brighter than noonday. Okay, so they're giving us tokens now. Like this chapter 11 of Job is giving us tokens of just like how to get back on track how to get back on track. Yes, 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 you are in misery, but it's teaching us what to do now, what to do now. So pay close attention to this. And then, um, and then we're going to go to the next chapter, which is chapter 12. And we're going to start on verse 13, because that one starts to speak of how Job started to speak of the power of God. And you have to remember in verse 11, um, Safar rebukes Job, but he also starts to remind him of the Lord and how to, you know, and what to do, you know, so let's keep going. This is really good. This is you know, touching me. I hope it's touching y'all out just as much. Um, okay. So, okay. So 17, your life would be brighter than noonday. Darkness would be like the morning. Then you would trust because there is hope. Praise the Lord. And you would look around and rest securely. Praise God. You would lie down and none would disturb you. And many would entreat your favor, but the eyes of the wicked will fail. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. There's no good in wickedness. The Bible says um, the wicked shall perish or the wicked perish. And there will be no escape for them. And there no hope is to breathe their last. Uh -uh. All right. So. Praise the Lord. I really loved the 11th chapter of Job. So we're going to go to the next chapter, Job 12, and we're going to go to verse 13. With him are wisdom. And this is Job speaking. So he's empowered now. 
<laughs> and I hope you guys are empowered just as much. With him are wisdom and might. To him belong counsel and understanding. Behold, he tears down and it cannot be rebuilt. He imprisons a man and there can be no release. Behold, he restrains the waters and they dry up and he sends them out and they inundate the earth. With him are strength and sound wisdom. Yes, Lord God, thank you, Jesus. The misled and the misleader belong to him. He makes counselors walk barefoot and makes fools of judgment. So he's he's pretty much um, explaining every aspect of God. Not just because God is a good God, but he's also a God of judgment. He's also of God that, you know, he's gonna bring judgment. You know, if you're evil, God's not an evil. God said, be ye holy because he's holy. And if you're not holy, then you think he's just going to pat you on the back? No, that's where judgment and he will continue to give you chances. He'll continue to knock on your heart. He'll continue to try to get you in good standing with him. But it's up to you to turn from your wicked ways and submit to God. And that's the thing. People just think God is, oh, this amazing. Well, he is amazing. Let, let me um, clear that up. He's amazing. But they start to think that he's just like they can get over on him, basically, because he's amazing. He's awesome. He's everything. He's all in one. But you cannot get over on God. God is not in evilness. Yes, he turns, um, he's able to turn evil, um, around to good. Like he's able, like whatever Satan meant for evil, God can turn it around for good, but God is not in evil. He's not in that. That's why he had to send, you know, his only begotten son to die on the cross to give us hope. We, if it wasn't for God sending our beautiful Jesus, we would be without hope today and we would perish all right so and i thank you jesus i thank you father god i thank you for sending my lord and savior i thank you holy spirit for your power for your guidance for you showing us and leading us into truth i thank you in jesus mighty name okay so my phone is pretty dead y'all it's on, let's see, it is on 10%, so I'm going to speed this up. I'm trying to figure out where did I leave off at. Okay, right there. All right, so verse 18, he loosens the bond of kings and binds their loins with a girdle. He makes priests walk barefoot and overthrow the secure ones. He deprives the trusted ones of speech and takes away the discernment of the elders. He pours content on novels and loosens the belt of the strong. He reveals mysteries from the darkness and brings the deep darkness into light. He makes the nations great, then destroys them. He enlarges the nations, then leads them away. He deprives of intelligence the chiefs of the earth peoples 
and makes them wander in a pathless waste. They grope in darkness with no light, and he makes them stragger like a drunken man. So, what he is saying is that God has the power to do anything. He's showing what the Lord can do. He can take, because it's kind of like a mixture here. He talks about, you know, what God can do to the wicked. Okay, that's plain. But he also talks about how God can bring the deep darkness into light. So he can bring them wicked people into light. Um, so it's really a, it's pretty much a lot here. Um, I think I'm going to do a part two only because, um, my phone is dead and I think it's just so much to this chapter, um, or this, this book to the book of Job. There's a lot to it. Um, yeah. And when you guys have time, let's see. You know what? I want to read. Um, so we started at chapter Job, chapter 12, verse 13 to 25. But I want to go ahead and read um, the verses before that. So that was Job, chapter 12. Um, we're just going to go ahead and read 1 through 12 because I feel like there's a lot that we did miss in that chapter. Like I had skipped over it because it says um, Job speaks of the power of God um, from verse 13 to 25. But I'm looking now and it looks like there's also a lot that he spoke of um, from the verses 1 through 12 in chapter 12. So let's go ahead and start that. So it says, verse one, then Job responded, truly, then you are the people and with you, wisdom will die. But I have intelligence as well as you. I'm not inferior to you. And who does not know such things as jo as these? I am a joke to my friends, the one who called on God and he answered him. The just and blameless man is a joke. Mm. So right now he's kind of like in his misery. And yeah, let's just keep reading. He who is at ease holds calamity and contempt as prepared for those whose feet slipped. The tents of the destroyers prosper and those who provoke God are secure. Whom God brings into their power but now ask the beast and let them teach you and the birds of the heavens and let them tell you or speak to the earth and let it teach you and let the fish of the sea declare to you whom among all these does not know that the hands of the Lord has done this. Praise the, praise the Lord. So right now he's, you know, um, reminding he's being like, he's talking about, you know, what God has done. You know, his creation, it all it. And you know what's crazy? I always will look at the sky or look at the clouds or look at the ocean and or the animals. And I would just be like, wow, you know, there's a God. 
and that's kind of what he's doing right now is just reminding of how of God's work of God's work and that's what we have to do you guys is just continue to remind yourself the Lord created us he created this world he created everything so if he's done that do you think he's really gonna forget about you do you really think he's gonna just leave you and not and just turn his back on you especially when you're submitted to him especially if you're in good standing with him he's not gonna turn his back and forget about you it might seem as though but it's not true and we have to be like Job. we have to be reminded of god of, of god truly of God. We have to remind ourselves of who this beautiful Lord and Savior is. Look at his creation. Look around at everything you have. You know that wasn't because of you. You know that was because of the grace of God. You know that God supplied everything plus more. So I'm just going to finish. All right. So I'm going to read verse nine again. I felt that one. It said, Who among all these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? In whose hand is the life of every living thing and the breath of all mankind? Does not the air test words and the the palate taste is food? Wisdom is with aged man with long life is understanding. Praise God. That is really true, though. Wisdom is what aged man and aged man can be a spiritual thing because the wisdom comes from God. And um, if you are submitted to God, he's going to install wisdom in you. So that could be a spiritual thing. You can be four years old and be an aged man at spirit with wisdom. And then it says what long life is understanding. So long life that's where a lot of understanding and it is true because as we get older we start to under th- uh, understand things that we have not understand or understood in the past i'm just gonna go ahead and close this word and i might again i might do a part two i feel like there's more but i feel like i need to read more into the book of job before going into um sorry i just plugged in my charger you guys before going into teaching more of it, um, I really just wanted to kind of sum up the book of Job, but I feel like there's so much more and I need to study it more on my own. So that way I'll get a better, better, better understanding. I mean, I pretty much understand it, but I want a deeper depth of this story because the thing is when it comes to the word of God, or just anything in the Bible, you can get a deeper understanding when you really just get into the presence of God and allow the Lord to really open up your understanding. And um, I pray that, you know, what I did read, I hope that did kind of go with everything that I was teaching about. If not, I apologize, but that's just what I took. Um, But again, it should be a part two. Um, I felt like it was a lot of uh d- like just really um in the chapters that we read it was kind of like up and down like you know him pouring out his emotions but then we go to chapter 11 and he's rebuking job and then or safar is rebuking job and then um 
and then it's like he's kind of reminding Job of how who God is. And then Job starts to talk about who God is, but also like the power of the Lord and his creation and, you know, those things uh, re- should remind us of who God is. And then it goes to also telling us of what God can do to the evil as well. Um, but I, I do feel like Job was really emotional because he was a friend of God. He was in good standing with God and he, he didn't understand why he was going through all of what he was going through. Um, just being stripped of everything. And, you know, he, he just seemed like he just, he was very, he was human, very human. So I love that we're able to see that aspect um, from someone in the Bible or different ones, different people in the Bible were able to see that they were humans just like us. I'm drinking something, you guys. Drinking some cold Sprite. It tastes so good. But yes, um, I'm definitely going to do a part two. Um, I want to study the book of Job. And I'm just going to um, probably do like a series or something. Maybe we'll do like um, a few chapters a day. And, you know, I'll just let God really un- open up my understanding to teach you guys. And also he will teach me. So I love you guys. I thought this was going to be a short recording, but it was not. And glory be to God, because that just means that he... Um, just took over and I thank him. So Lord, I just come to you right now. Just ask you to protect each and every one of us. Lord, forgive us all for our sins. Anything we have done that's unlike you, please forgive us. Lord, continue to provide us with wisdom, Lord God, to understand your word, Lord God, and to be able to just have our, our, like our spiritual eyes, spiritual eyes opened and our spiritual ears opened as well. Lord God, teach us, Lord, And continue to just lead and guide us, Father God. We thank you. Order our steps, Lord God, like you've been doing. And help us to continue to trust in you. Continue to know that you are God and that you are God alone. And that you are working behind the scenes. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And also let us have a beautiful week, Lord God. Let no accidents come upon any one of us, our families, near and far, friends, near and far, neighbors and their families and friends, near and far, protect us in a hedge of protection in the mighty name of Jesus. Cover us all with your precious blood, Lord God. We rebuke accidents, Lord God. We rebuke any accidents of every kind, Lord God. Just let us be able to be protected. Send an army of angels, Lord God, to protect each and every one of us, our, our whereabouts, going to and from Let us make it home safe in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you, Lord. I praise you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, amen. I love you guys.